It's Legends territory, pretty special Chicago edition. Scotty Braun and AJ Pierzynski, and thanks to our MLB PAA fam for setting up all of these great former player interviews. And for more info on those players, baseballalumni.com is the spot. And also, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can catch the podcast version if you're on the go on Apple and on Spotify. So on to our guest, 12 seasons in the bigs, mostly with the Cubbies, three-time All-Star, three-time Silver Slugger, pitchers who rake. Also on the resume, a big commercial back in the day that really took over the city of Chicago. Big Z, Carlos Zambrano, swinging by. Big Z, great to see you, man. We've got your partner in crime in that big commercial. You want to give us the details? <laughs> Good morning, Chicago. Good morning, guys. Uh, thanks for having me here. And, uh, you know, it's a privilege every time that uh, we can share and we can, uh, um, uh, you know, talk about baseball. Um, and the fans that came here, more about uh, former players or, you know, whatever we need to do to get the fans uh, uh, happy. First of all, they put you up in that hotel across the street. I mean, the Cubs are yeah. that cheap. They can't put you up at the Four Seasons or somewhere. They no, put that's you up the at, spot now. They put you up there, so have you have to stare at that place. <laughs> I, I mean, you get to eat McDonald's every day because they have a McDonald's in it. Uh, they used to. No, now, now, now. I think, uh, you know, this is a nice hotel, man. I mean. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's nice. I stayed there. Great, nice. great view. And, and uh, you, know, uh, you know, you only you only need a hotel to sleep. So the rest of the day, you know, you hang out in Chicago, Wrigleyville area. And, uh, you know, do some shopping if you're fans. And, and, and you know, you only need a hotel to, to sleep. And the, the bed, it's good. When you're there and you go out, do people know who you are? I mean, I see you're yeah. going like Clark Kent with your glasses on now. So do people do people recognize you still? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I came with my son this time, and uh, he's you know he's behind the the, the camera on the iPad, <laughs> and uh, he's holding the iPad. So if he's even moving a little bit, you know, he's he's um, holding it. But uh, you know, my son is 13 years old, and he he didn't uh, see me play in Chicago. Um, he saw me play when I played in uh, uh, indie ball and uh, with the Chicago uh, dog dogs. And uh, but you know, he, he last night was impressive. You know, and, and since I arrived in Chicago, people still recognizing me and. Uh, you know, it's, it's amazing because, you know, I haven't played in Chicago for tw in, in 12 years. You know, I left the city 12 years ago and, uh, you know, still, you know how it's Chicago. Chicago is a sports city and, and uh, people love all kinds of sport and sports. True. So speaking of sports, you remember the commercial we did together for McDonald's? Yes, yes. Yeah. So you they, raised they my came, eyebrow. They, yeah, that's right. You, you grew back. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you did, you put whipped cream in my hand and woke me up. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we did this commercial for McDonald's together. And it yeah. was about the crosstown rivalry. And they yes. originally came to me and said, Will you do it with Michael Barrett? And I said, Hell no. And Carlos <laughs> and I both have, we both got in a fight with Michael Barrett. So we can, you know, we have that going for each other. Yep. Um, but, and I said, hell no. I said, what about Zambrano? And they said, well, will he do it? And I said, I hope so. He seems like a good fella. He likes and, money. Yeah, he likes money. And then so, Carlos, it was great. I mean, I had a great time. We did it one day. Yes. It was awesome. Yes. And I got to know you Carlos, know, like, on a personal level. Because, I mean, him and I, we had a few we had a few battles back in the day. <laughs> but then we sat down and did this commercial and had some laughs. And now we played you know, golf I, together. I have to say this, AJ. You know, um, players, you know, you know – you don't know players. You only know what they what you see on the field. The only way you can uh, know somebody is if you hang out with them, uh, or if you you know have a, a, a something you know, or you play with that guy. Uh, you know, like per se. Um, I gotta say this. Uh, I I don't I didn't like uh, Gene Edmonds. You know. And I guess he didn't like me, but we played together and we, you know, we, you know, we were alone uh, and uh, we talked when he played 
for the Cubs, and you know, he's a, a great man. You know, he's a uh, nice human being. And uh, when I when I got to to do that commercial with AJ, you know, I gotta say this: AJ seems like he was he didn't talk. He was you know like a, a hot dog guy, but. When I when I, when I did that commercial with you, you know, it changed our my perspective of thinking about about you or or uh, wrong thinking about a person like like AJ Persinski. You know, you you are a great man and you you're you're a humble man. You know, so um, it was great to do that commercial with you, man. I let's be, the, the the feeling was mutual because, like I said, you and I we had you know we had couple times right but then it's on the field is different and i don't think people understand that your on the field personality is different than what you are away from the field well and he had a persona too no, I, that's what right? i'm saying and then we sat down and we got to do this spend this whole day together and i mean it was great i mean i, I had so much fun doing it and we were laughing yeah. and goofing around the whole time and, and getting to know each other and then you know i mean listen there was no bigger fan of carlos Zambrano than ozzy Gian. oh my gosh Every time he's like, we're going to get killed today. Carlos Zambrano's pitch. I'm like, fuck him. We're going to kill him. You would say that before you. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, it was Ozzy, right? And there was a game we played. It was in Wrigley. It was Burley versus Zambrano. And I think Burley gave up like eight runs in the first inning. And he was pitching on the other side. And we started coming back. He was getting so mad. We ended up losing. He went deep. He went deep, I think, twice maybe in the game. Like, he was going no. the first inning. Boom. And we're like, holy. Do you remember that game? Yes, I remember. Actually, when I um, I arrived in Chicago two days ago, um, and uh, I was I was playing golf with a friend of mine, and he he reminded me of that uh, game, and I told him, uh, you know, I get I went deep in the first inning. I think Burley gave up eight runs or seven runs in the first inning, but you remember that he ended up pitching like seven innings, something like that, because your bullpen was. Uh, yeah, your bullpen was tired, you know, and Ozzy needs him to go long, but he gave up seven runs. That that was how how good uh, Burley was, you know. He he was able to stop us, and uh, I think we won that game uh, eight to four, something like that. I gave up three runs or some four runs, some something like that. But I remember that game. Yeah, Burley had to go. He gave up seven in the first. And Gar Carlos in the, the home, first? in the first inning. And we're like, oh, shit. And we're like, we got nobody in the bullpen. And the next thing you know, he's in the seventh. And we all, I mean, we, yep. we didn't come back, but it, it got like where it was like, oh, God, they might do this. Yeah. And I yeah. remember Carlos was like, you know, he's gone deep and the crowd's going crazy and they're booing the shit out of us and they're cheering him. And those are, I'm telling you, like, Carlos, I say this all the time. The, the Cubs White Sox games, when we were in it, were the greatest games of the year. They were so yeah. fun. The crowds oh, on yeah. both sides were unbelievable. And people were like, I don't, I just don't see it. I'm like, if you were in it at that time, it was unbelievable atmosphere every time. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I remember I used to uh I used to drive my bike with uh the strength and conditioner uh, of the Cubs, and we used to go from Wrigley Field to uh, US Cellular Field uh, uh on a bike, you know, across the, the town. And uh, it was Everything was everything was special for you know between the Cubs and 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 the uh, uh, White Sox you know and uh, uh, the rivalry you know every time the Cubs come uh, go to South Side you know people start screaming you know doing the batting practice and people start saying you know all kind of stuff and same thing when they come they come to uh, Wrigley Field. So you're back there. You're in Chicago now, right? Yes. You got Wrigley behind you. You threw out yes. first pitch. You you uh, ran the seventh inning stretch. Yeah, we're going to get to the that. ball game. The we're going to get to that. Well, well, this is the most interesting part I heard listening to the broadcast was that you're still you can still chuck the ball about ninety miles an hour. So if you're watching a Cubbies game and a reliever struggling, are you like screw this? I can still pitch. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I can pitch and play station, yeah. I can create yeah. my own uh, <laughs> and, uh, pitch, you know, in the PlayStation. But no, 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 no. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I mean, uh, I'm doing something else um, that I like. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a ministry now in, in church, and and I like that. You know, I travel and uh, you know I do speech 
for uh, churches and uh, I, I love that because that's a calling from God and that's not a calling from a man and uh, but uh, um, you know I, I still I still keeping myself in shape and you know I throw once in a while in Venezuela when uh, uh, I have an academy uh, in Venezuela and uh, I still you know keeping myself in shape and but last night it was a special, you know, coming back to uh, Chicago and do uh, and see the crowd. Uh, I was impressive. Besides, I was nervous, <laughs> and but I was impressive to see, you know, the overwhelming uh, the reception, uh, the re the people have received, uh, you know, me after so many years, and to do the seven seventh inning stretch it was i mean i i still can't believe it you know the way that the crowd reacted well did they have the radar gun on your pitch because it was hard <laughs> i don't know no, i don't see it i used to see the uh, gun when i used to pitch but i don't see that anymore oh, no not you know you used to pitch and before the ball would get to the catcher you would look back. <laughs> oh yeah, dude! All those pitchers I, did it. <laughs> they throw it oh, before they could even get the, the ball back. Yeah, yeah. I felt bad for the for the mask that he was catching the first pitch. I don't. I mean, I say maybe. Uh, you know, I feel bad for him. Um, I think you know. I want to say this. I think I'm from Texas. You know, <laughs> not from Venezuela. I think I I grew up in Texas because. You know, you can see uh, Nolan Ryan and all these guys from Texas is still throwing. Uh, I heard that Nolan Ryan threw the first pitch the other day, and uh, he threw gas. I mean, at 70 some. I mean, there's some something special in, in Texas. <laughs> I'm not surprised. There's a lot of hard throwers in Texas. So when you say, okay, so then you sang the seventh inning stretch, right? And you yes. did a good job, right? So when are you going to let me sing the seventh inning stretch with you? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, that's going to be a mix. <laughs> if you go to Wrigley, it's going to be a mix between boo and, <laughs> and, and, and clapping and, and cheering, you know. He needs but your you, help. You, that's what I'm saying. You I need your help. Can, huh? I need your help. Oh, yeah, I can help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People Perfect. will. No, but everyone was because they came back and they won the game. They're like, we need Carlos Zambrano. To sing the seventh inning stretch every day because you did such a good job. All the Cubs fans are saying they need you to like be the new guy every day. Well, you know, I always been a positive, uh, you know, thinker, and uh, I know that whatever you says in in, in in whatever you repeat and repeat will come true. You know, uh, I believe in that. Um, and uh, I say that with all my heart. Uh, let's get some runs, and, and, and uh, you know, it works. It works. I mean, uh, you know, the power of the world. Big Z, how would you describe your emotions and your attitude on the mound? Because obviously you're a big dude, threw hard, you hit the ball hard, you were intimidating. Was that something that you actively thought about? Like, hey, this is going to be my persona, or did it come about naturally? Um, it, it, it was always in control, to be honest. I always, you know, uh, sometimes, few times, you know, get off my um, control. But it was always part of the the show and part of uh, the, it's, it's like I was an actor and I have to do this to get on the mind of the, uh, the enemy or the other team. I remember, uh, um, you know, when I used to take body practice a day, I was pitching and I, I used to uh, shake hands hard to, you know, whoever comes and say, hey, how are you? you know, any Latin player or whatever, whoever wants to come and say something to me, I, I was I was already on the game, and I, I tried to intimidate the, the other team. And I remember one time I said this the other day. I was pitching against the uh, Marlins. I think it was an old uh, 
five or all six, you know, Encarnacion, Juan Encarnacion was on that team and, uh, you know, they were, uh, you know, loaded. And uh, Carlos Delgado was on that team. I remember they were, you know, talking about me and says, you know, we have to get him mad because when he got mad, um, you know, he get out of uh, everything, you know, he, he's lost. And I remember AJ, I mean, I, I, I know AJ had, or the White Sox had this uh, scouting report from me, you know, and uh, uh, I did something crazy against the Marlins, and they, they say, I, I heard they, them say, uh, we got him, we got him, let's go, we got him, he's, he's out. He's all, you know, all over, out of control. And I ended up pitching good. And I did it because I knew they wanna, they was gonna, they was waiting for me to, to do something crazy because they thought that I was gonna be crazy and, and do some something, uh, the, uh, you know, to lose the game. But it was part of the, you know, my 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 way of pitching and my way of uh, do things in the big leagues. Well, do you wish? Because people talk about talk to me about that all the time, like playing with emotion, and I agree with what you said. Like, it was a persona. It was like yep. a wrestling character, right? Like yep. You're like, okay, I'm this person, but then when I get on the field, I have to be this person. Do you exactly. wish now, when you watch baseball now, it's different? Like, you can be that guy now, and people are like, yeah, let the kids play. They're having fun, right? Because, yep. you know, you used yep. to strike yep. me out and pump your fist and give you the, the whole thing, right? But now, yeah. when we were doing that, it was like, oh, this guy's an asshole. He's crazy. But now it's like, yeah, look at this guy. He cares. He's yeah. emotional. Like, there's a part of me that wishes I played now because, man, imagine all the crazy shit you and I could have done. Yeah, but think about this. And I, I and I give you this uh, as, as a uh, homework if you want to do it. Get a video of Carlos Zambrano when I was pitching away, not at home. Away. That I did something crazy. Zero. You're not gonna find nothing. You know why? Because this crowd make me crazy. Fans, Chicago fans, I mean, make me do what I what I did. You know, be passionate for the game. Every time you come to, to Wrigley Field, there is an atmosphere atmosphere of uh, of baseball. You know, you want to pitch, you want to play, you want to be there. But, uh, you know, every, everything I did was here in Chicago, was here at Wrigley Field. Bullshit, because one, was, time at, one time at U.S. Cellular, you chased me around the bases, so bullshit. Say it again? I said one time at U.S. Cellular, you chased me around the bases, so don't say it was only at Wrigley Field. Well, it's Chicago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Still Chicago, you know. I threw my no-hitter in Milwaukee, which is, you know, we play like, you know, most of the crowd are a tough friend. So, yeah. but, you know, I pitch in Pittsburgh, I pitch in Houston, I pitch elsewhere, you know, and I I didn't, I didn't go crazy on those places, you know, like crazy, crazy, like the way I, I, I went crazy here at home. Well, what was your favorite one? Like, what was your favorite? Because I look back and I'm like, oh, you know, da, 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 I've done some dumb stuff and you know there's ones where you're like oh i'm proud of that one i'm not proud of that one so what was like your favorite one or your least favorite one like when you beat up the soda machine with your bat that time i mean I, we've all hit stuff with our bats and our helmets like <laughs> what's your favorite what was your favorite like crazy part my favorite crazy part was uh when i when i threw the umpire out and i threw the ball <laughs> and larry rothschild was behind you know was uh, no 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 he was screaming not do that so, um, you know, I thank God for Larry. You know, he was, he had uh, the, um, you know, uh, the, the uh, how can I say this, the temper of the, um, to, uh, you know, to correct me, to, uh, you know, do uh, uh, his job with me. You know, I thank him. He, he was, he, uh, Worked with me uh, for nine years, and I appreciate that. So we're talking about all this tough guy stuff. Did you shed a tear 
when the Cubs finally won the World Series? Yes, I did. I did in Venezuela. I was in Venezuela. I was invited uh, to come to Cleveland, but it was hard for me to get, catch a plane from Venezuela all the way to Cleveland and, and come here. And, you know, but um, I mean, I I was so uh, emotional and so happy. I don't know how to how to describe uh, that moment. But, uh, you know, in fact, I had a friend here that he <coughs> called me, he, uh, 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 he called me video, through a video call, um, and he FaceTimed me, and he was at Clark Street, and I saw this, you know, all this crowd, you know, there was so many people that I was so, I mean, I saw this and I was so happy and celebrating in Venezuela with uh, my family and my friends that were at my, at my house. Because I had like 20 people at my house in Venezuela. Do you, uh, you were part of the 2003 team. Do you ever look back and say, because we had Pudge on here and Pudge said thank you to the Cubs for and Bartman and Alex Gonzalez for you know, missing that crown ball. But do you ever look back and been, man, that could have been us in 2003. We had, we, we had it. And we, I mean, there has to be a little bit of, that's like, gosh, man, that, that could have been me on the mound in game seven winning it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, uh, you know, just like, 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 like any other player, you know, we think about what we, we couldn't do and we, we can do to win the game, to win, everything because that's the dream of every player to win the World Series you know you have I think uh, uh, you have one no uh, AJ no five yeah or 2005 yeah yeah so uh, you know that's 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 a dream come come through you know uh, I think that's the best moment of baseball and that's that's how you play for why you play for you know to win uh, the World Series, and, and uh, once you have money, you don't worry about anything else, but uh, you worry about helping your team and, and do whatever you want, whatever is in your hand to uh, to take your team uh, to the World Series and win, win the World Series. What do you remember from that time period in 03? Like, any conversations that you had you know, any, any guys that were, you know, super upset or, or, or talking to either the rest of the team or having individual conversations like what happened or, man, I can't believe that random dude in the stand with his freaking headphones took that <laughs> baseball or, eh, that was overrated. We should have won anyway. I remember everything, man, like it was yesterday. You know, today, this year is, is going to be 20 years of that, uh, um, that, uh, how can I call it, um, uh, failure or whatever, you know, but I remember every phase, you know, Randall Simon was crying like a baby, you know, I remember the phase of Sammy Sosa, uh, I remember uh, Eric Carlos was in that team too, uh, Kenny Lofton, um, Moises Alou. I remember those phases, you know. I remember when uh, in the eighth, eighth inning they were putting all the, you know, the uh, covering the uh, locker rooms, you know, our locker room with this um, thing that they put, you know, so the locker room don't get uh, wet with uh, wine or whatever, you know, champagne or whatever they we throw in celebrations. And I remember that they were putting everything, you know, setting everything up, you know, for us. We were up three to one. And, uh, I mean, uh, everything came down. They had to take everything off, you know. I remember everything, you know, it was so sad. Uh, um, but uh, from the beginning that we started, uh, we were three to one until we got eliminated from the Marlins that day. Eric Harris is a buddy of mine, and he says he has, ha he has a hat from that game 
that says Chicago Cubs National League Champions 2003 World Series. He has the hat because they had already put him out. So he grabbed one and stuffed it in his locker, and then they end up losing. Do you have it? Do you have one of those hats? Because that's got to be worth. I mean, that's no. got to be worth some money, right? No. Remember, I was, I was, uh, you know, that was my third year. Uh, actually, my second year because my first year, my first year, I didn't play much. Uh, I pitched, I think, twice. But that was basically my second year in the big leagues. And you know that, you know, a guy of two years in the big leagues, they don't get uh, much things, you know. Uh, when you're a veteran, when you're the face of the team and the ace of the team, they give you extra things, you know, like EK was, you know, a veteran and he had like 10, 15 years in the big league. I don't know. That's why probably he has that hat. But I didn't have anything from that. Just uh, memories. Hey, I want to ask you about your hitting prowess. So obviously pitchers aren't hitting anymore aside from Otani. First off, do you think if it was more of a thing back then that you could have been a two-way player? little DH action on your non-pitching days. Probably, uh, I don't know. I don't think so because it's, you have to do too much things, you know, that uh, and concentrate too much on, on hitting and, and pitching, pitching and hitting. And, uh, you know, I, I never, I was, I was never was, I was, I never was hurt my arm or, you know, I have, soreness you know normal but i was never felt felt i never felt a pain a heart pain or or you know major injury um but if probably if i do that if i did that um probably i was gonna get injury too because it's not easy what what otani otani is a beast what he's doing is is not easy i mean hitting every day when you do this uh, your elbow <laughs> suffer, man, and then you have to come and and, and then you have to twist your uh, rotate your uh, your uh, uh, how do you say it? your rib cage or uh, hips your hips yeah. and yeah, uh, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. You have to work harder. You have to do extra things, and uh, you have to concentrate more. Uh, but I don't think I can. I can do that. You're just as big as him. I mean, you guys are pretty much the same size. He's bigger than Otani. Zambrano's bigger? He's bigger. More this, jacked. Yeah. He's bigger this way. Otani's yeah. skinny, but he's tall. Otani's pretty jacked, though. But he's he, – Carlos is – I don't want to say – He's bulkier. Bulkier, yeah. Like yeah. Barrel, more barrel-chested than Otani is. Yeah. That's a, I mean, it's just a different body type. Right. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I think Otani can outrun Carlos. <laughs> I'm sorry, say again? Is so Otani I think, faster? I think said, Otani can outrun you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. He's a he's an. I mean, he's better athlete than me. I mean, uh, the guy is gifted. I mean, he's he's he has some talent and some gift uh, uh, that he can run, he can throw, he can do whatever he wants in baseball. Now, my advice for him, if he can listen to this, is. You stay because you can't do that when you're 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, and 25. You've been in the big leagues for five years doing the same thing, but the body is not eternal. Body gets tired, body uh, needs some rest, you know, and uh, doing that at 30 is going to be harder for him. That's what the off season's for, right? <laughs> you spend, that's what the off season's for, right, Big Z? You spend a, a few months sleeping and well, hanging that, out. That's the thing. The off season is for for player like Otani. Uh, you know, you need to. I I, I was a player that uh, I only take fifteen to twenty days for vacation. I work hard in the off season. I used to. You know, work harder in the off season to come to spring training ready 
and to do the you know to have a, a good season. Um, but I don't know him. I don't know Danny. But um, uh, you know, to to be the best, you have to work the best or the better. You you have to work harder to be the best. Do you think that Chicago would be back to like Michael Jordan days in terms of hype if you had an individual player with this uniqueness and this kind of historic accomplishments already on his career ledger if he somehow ends up in Chicago? Because some Cubs fans on on foul territory, the show we do, have said, hey, don't rule out the Cubs. They have the money to spend. Let's see them spend it. And and Otani at least considered the Cubs when he was first coming over here. Ultimately, I think it's pretty obvious that when he first chose his destination of the Angels, he wasn't going to go to a National League team because he couldn't have been a DH. Well, now the DH is everywhere. So who knows? The Cubs, I think they've got a shot. I don't think they're the front runner by any means, but they do have a shot of landing him and it would rock the city, wouldn't it? Well, imagine, uh, I say this, Cristiano Ronaldo played for the one of the best teams in, in Europe. Lionel Messi played for one of the best teams in Europe, which is Barcelona and Real Madrid. So every great player always have to end it up in, in, in a team like, like Chicago, or New York, Boston, LA, you know, uh, Dodgers. Uh, it's nothing against uh, the Angels, but you know the marketing and the way uh, 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 these people were—I uh, mean, these teams were changed completely. The uh, the their career. There's th- there's teams in baseball that change your career. There's teams in baseball that change, uh, uh, the, the give you, you know, like, like, uh, in, how do you say, uh, imp- can, can I say impulse? Yeah. Is that, is that a word? The word? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. They'll give you. They'll give you things. They'll give you whatever you want, basically. Teams and they'll I mean, make they, you they, more important. Teams say there's teams in baseball that push your career. You know, the throw you more, I mean, if you're going to end that up here, I mean, per se, you want to end that up here, then you're going to end that up more, uh, uh, you know, longer in your yeah. career. And same thing when, when you are in a good team and you go to a, a you know, okay team, uh, it can affect your career too, you know. It's all about being in the same in the right place at the right moment, and and, and that's that, that, that you can uh, you fit in there, and that and that, I mean uh, the atmosphere in Chicago, New York, uh, of these places. And, and listen, if he comes to Chicago, I mean uh, it's gonna be crazy. It's, he's gonna he's gonna be loved in Chicago. He's gonna be uh, you know good for the Cubs. All right, so best pitcher you played with? Best pitcher best you pi- ever played with? Best pitcher? Best pitcher. Maddox, Pryor, Wood, uh, no, Ted Lilly throwing I, his glove in the playoffs. I mean, what's the best <laughs> pitcher? <laughs> I have to say Greg Maddox. I mean, the professor is he's, he's amazing. He, I I, I love him and I ad- admire him. Um, and Woody, you know, Kerry Woody. Those two pictures are my favorite. Did Greg Maddox ever pee on you in the shower? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with Big Z. Yeah, that's right. He's like, I ain't messing with that big fella. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that, good. that's funny. He was good. So I don't, what about, I don't okay, wanna... so then the best, all right, so then the best position player. That you played with? Best position players? Um, I, I have to say, uh, 
Sammy Sosa. Uh, played four years with uh, Sammy. <coughs> um, and uh, I have to say Aramis Ramirez. Aramis, you know, he was on the East World. And he, but that guy, he was so talented and, and, and when he comes to the field to play baseball though, you know, he was a MVP caliber player. He, he's like the best player nobody talks about, right? For yeah, those years, in, especially in Chicago. Dude, Ramos Ramirez well, was incredible player. Inconsistent. Like, he yeah. was unbelievable. He played every day, played third base. He hit, got huge hits for him. He never said a word. Like, I try to talk shit to him. He never said a word. He just look at you and smile and just get a hit. Yeah. Damn, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think Aramis, if if he uh, was, you know, more concentrated in baseball, because uh, he was there, you can see he, he he's in the game. But uh, sometimes he comes and uh, he don't want to play or he – but he played that day. You know, he played the way he played. But when he played the way – the other Ramis Ramirez was supposed to play. I mean, he was a, a an outstanding player. I mean, great player, great uh, on the field. He was so he can hit, he can field. He has everything. So I want to go back to Sosa for a moment. When you were at the ballpark for first pitch and the whole deal, did you drop a line to anyone like, hey, you guys should invite Sosa back? He was kind of a big deal for a long time. You know, I think I think fans would like to see him return at some point. And also to just get some life perspective, like it's just a game, you know, it wasn't crime done. Like I know there was like dissension with him in the organization, but what's your take on all of that? And do you hope that he's able to come back at some point um, and greet the fans and have a night like you did. Well, uh, to answer that question, I think he's the only one can answer that question, and and the only man that can answer that question is Sammy Sosa. You know, um, I know um, he did uh, a lot for Chicago for the Cubs, uh, and the Cubs did a lot for him too. You know. Uh, and both did uh, uh, a lot, but at the end of the day, Sami uh, need to understand that this this is a, a business. You know, cops trade him, or, and, and, and baseball is a business. You know, sometimes you're here, and then the other day you were in, in Colorado or Arizona or New York or whatever. You know, but uh, um, it's up to them. You know. I don't think what would be the reaction of the fans, and, 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 and uh, but uh, it's up to to the Cubs and Sammy to you know talk and and, and uh, get you know get uh, this thing solved, you know. And, and uh, for me, you know, I I still talking to Sammy. I have his number. I talk to him, you know, once in a while. Uh, but it's up to him. It's up to him to come here and uh, that he wants to come. Because if he wants to come, he can come here and, you know, do whatever it takes to win or, and earn that respect and that, uh, that uh, uh, you know, uh, love from the fans and from the Chicago Dude, if he walks, if he just walks out there. The place would go crazy. Nuts. It would if he just if he just showed up one day randomly was sat in the stands and they showed him like on the screen. Yeah. That place would go bonkers. Don't even tell anybody. Just buy a ticket and just hang and just out. sit down <laughs> and just wait till they found him and then the place would go crazy. I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah, he's a legend there. Put a little yeah. American flag in his hat and you know like he did when he ran out have the American no, flag. No, in his hands. Yeah. That was he's run with the American flag in his hands. Yeah. Let's go, guys! <laughs> <laughs> what, what is, like, so, how is he? I mean, when, when you've spoken to him, how is he? What's he up to? 
Um, you know, does he miss the game? I mean, you know, we've had McGuire on this show and, and asked about those two. And obviously they weren't close from a personal standpoint, but they were so linked together during the home run chase that, you know, Mark at one point said, you know, I, I put the sport on my back. And, and Sammy was with him, too, from a mark. You want to talk marketing like we talked about Otani? Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire marketing the sport in the late 90s after the strike. That was a lot on their shoulders. So, you know, how's he doing now in life? Well, I got, I got to say this. Whatever he did or whatever he didn't do, um, you know, just, just leave it in the past. And uh, come here, and these people love you, and you just apologize if you did something, uh, you know, uh, uh, humble yourself and, and do whatever you, whatever it takes. Because these people love you, these people love him here, you know, but uh, he need to do something. He need to uh, 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 come here, because Chicago was part of his life. Um, Sammy, you know, he was... An, good person, he was a warrior, he comes every day to play baseball, it doesn't matter if we, you know, we were in the last place or, or, or you know, uh, in the first place, he always come with, uh, you know, aim to play baseball. If, if Aramis Ramirez had what Sammy Sosa had, he would be, you know, better player but Sammy was I mean right now he's he's doing business he he don't want to be around baseball um, you know he's he's doing his his business you know he's a businessman and uh, uh, you know for me he was the, the four the, you know I played with him four years and those four years I learned a lot from him you know, the way I, I never saw Sammy screaming at anybody. Personally, me, I never saw Sammy screaming and say, hey, no, 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 no. If he has something to say to you, he call you to uh, a clubhouse, manager office, and he say whatever was wrong. You know, for me, I learned that from, you know, for, from Sammy. If I have to say something, you know, that is, of the game, uh, I didn't say nothing, you know, to embarrass somebody in front of other. Uh, and I did, I did it so with uh, some players, you know, uh, big name players. <laughs> they came to, to, to the city and say, hey man, you know, Chicago brought you here and you remained, uh, we count on you. Come on, let's go, wake up. You know, things like that, you know. But that was the way Sammy was, you know, uh, professional. Uh, always about the game. And uh, he loves the game. He loves uh, uh, the game. He loves Chicago. And, and uh, that's, that was Sammy. Legends Territory fam, we appreciate you for not only watching this show, but putting up with all of our antics, including us wearing our premium polarized shades inside because we love them so much. And a shout out to our friends at Shady Rays for hooking us up with the sweet stuff here that we've got on our eyes, protecting us when we're outside, especially for AJ and me, because yeah, it's still hot out, but it's actually hot out year round for us because we're in Florida. So gear up for whatever season you've got ahead of you with sunshine, with quality shades built to last. You do not need to break the bank to look like this. So cheers to Shady Rays for the durable frames, the extremely clear optics for whatever outdoor adventure you've got going on, and the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by lost and broken replacements, meaning even if it's day one and you break a pair or you can't find what you've got, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. So you can wear those Shady Rays with confidence. And if you'd like a little discount hookup, then go to ShadyRays.com. And for their best deal of the season, you enter the code, I know this is difficult, 
FOUL, F-O-U-L. You can do it for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. AJ loves them so much that he's speechless. All right, so let's finish with your you know, last days of your playing career and then how you fast forwarded to 2019 and you were playing a little independent ball. Did you feel like, hey, you're watching some games, you know, at home and going, I think I still got it. Let me give this a shot again. Or like, what was the reasoning behind deciding to try and play a little indie ball back in 2019? And did it have anything to do with, say, you know, at the end of your career, feeling like you still could have gone longer in the sport? Well, yes, everything is started with uh, dreams, you know. In, in 17, 2017, 2017, <clears throat> I started dreaming and having dreams through dreams that I was playing baseball, that I was in Chicago, that I was in spring training. Um, dreams, it was like, to be honest, it was more than 25 dreams, 30 dreams that I had. You know, I stood, I was dreaming that I was hitting in, in body practice and I, I was playing, I was pitching, I was doing my <clears throat> routine before I pitch. And I remember I was at my house in Venezuela and I, I had this dream, one of the last dreams that I had. And I say, I went, because I, I, I pray, you know, I, I believe in prayer. So I, I ask God and I say, why am I having these dreams? You want me to go back to baseball? And, uh, you know, God answered me through prophet. Uh, those prophets didn't know that I was having those dreams. And uh, they say, uh, you know, God wants you to go back to baseball. And, you know, God can speak to you through ways, through dreams, through uh, anything. God is, can speak to men, <clears throat> to other men, so through anything. God is, you know, he likes, he loves to speak to humans. And uh, uh, but sometimes the way we receive what God is saying, we misunderstood or we don't get the message right. And I thought that God was gonna. Uh, I thought a guy wanted me to uh, play again and come back to baseball as a player, but it was it was not as a player. That's why. I played two years. I played in Mexico the first year and the second year I played here with the Chicago Dodgers. And I was throwing hard. I was throwing 93, 94. I, I threw one time 97 in 90 in, 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 uh, in, in uh, Indie Bowl with the Chicago Dodgers. But the next year, 2020, I didn't play. I didn't want to play because I knew that God didn't want me to come back to baseball as a player, but as uh, something else, maybe as a coach, maybe as a player rep, or whatever. But he want me to be involved in baseball, so I can do uh, his will in baseball. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't have those dreams. <laughs> <laughs> AJ has dreams of sitting on a desk and uh, talking hell. baseball all day. <laughs> that makes sometimes. You know, God, God not only not only talk about uh, uh, through dreams. God sometimes talk about you know other person. Like I say, God talk about uh, talk to you about anything. You know, you just have to find what's the way God talk to human. Because once God talks, life change. He's a God of signs, and when He gave you signs, those signs are for goodness of the man's to, to do his will. You know what I want? I want the goodness in everyone's heart in Chicago to embrace AJ Przinsky showing up with you to a ball game, prime seats at Wrigley, you two sitting next to each other, just like the good old McDonald's commercials days and seeing the crowd uh, cheer you both. Yeah, we should do For next your year. contributions to the next city. Year, next year, Carlos, at the Let's cost do that. 
next year at the Crosstown, we'll go and I'll sit next to you and we'll hide. And we'll just see if anyone recognizes us. See who, <laughs> let, let, see, see who gets cheered and see who gets booed. Let's, let's do that. We, we can come here first and then we go to uh, guaranteed rate now. Wow. Would they boo Big Z in, in guaranteed no. rate? No, no, I went, no, right? I went, I went to a game and I, uh, last year with, uh, Benji, my, my friend Benji, you know, Benji, uh, I know Benji. Benji. Yeah. So uh, I went with him and I was, we had a seat, a row, uh, you know, right next to the, uh, White Sox, uh, dugout and, you know, Tony LaRusso say hi to me. He was so nice to me. Um, and, uh, Miguel Cairo. And people recognize me, you know, White Sox fan, and they start taking picture and you know say, they, I, "I I don't get boo in, in, in the White Sox. No. I don't know why." <laughs> so, but Benji, I love that too. Benji set up this thing. Was it last year? Home run derby. Remember at a golf course? So we had a home run yeah. derby at a golf course. We had Zimbrano, Jermaine Dye, uh, Maglio, Maglio Ordonia hitting baseballs. Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon, Toby Hall, yeah, and he set it up, and it was at a golf course, and they had a they had a lake, they had a guy throwing BP, and they had a cage, and I think did you win? Yes, I did. Yeah, I'm like he, he beat all. Of that is crazy. The now, pitcher he, now, still got. I, I will, no, I will say this: he had one major advantage. What? He was the most sober person at the time. We did it because <laughs> I don't drink. Exactly. Boom. That's and, the key. And then Rizzo, Rizzo is a member there. He came out and he showed us all up. Well, yeah, I fair. mean, the active guy comes out and is like, yeah. watch this, guys. <laughs> they put like a fence in the water and we were all hitting. It was fun. That's cool. Yeah. Tell your son he did an incredible job behind the scenes with the camera, with the uh, iPad holding it up because that is not an easy task. And um, we, we've is, had many is... people hold cameras and, and, and fail miserably yes. um, to, <laughs> to not yeah. be shaking the whole time. So he was great. He's got the ultimate concentration well he's laughing as always he's laughing behind <laughs> that's well, good hey, we'll before, thank before you. we let you go i gotta get one of the what is it the what the sammy sosa one or no my... whatever you always did when you'd walk when you strike me out you go oh yeah because i did a kiss i, I yeah. had a home run off him and I, I hit home plate and did that and he, you did he, it he got pissed <laughs> 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 it was the day after the barrett fight <laughs> <laughs> I went like this but as I crossed on plane. He, I, was, I, I was I was not uh, mad at you. I was mad at me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you tried to fight me because you were mad at yourself. That was Chicago, Big Z. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry, sorry. I apologize, <laughs> Carlos. I apologize. Well, great catching up with you. And also just for everyone that, that heard and listened to this, um, Legends Territory also available. Um, on Apple and Spotify for listening on the podcast uh, side of things. Just type in Legend Territory. Thanks to the MLBPAA for putting this together. Hit up uh, baseballalumni.com for more info on your favorite former players. Big Z, enjoy the rest of your time out there.